It's expected to be on. It's weird. <laughs> Thankful for the kiddos, amen? Hey, without them, we wouldn't have a church later. No. We're thankful. God's so good. He's, he's big. He's uh, courageous. And you know what he does is he, he, he wants to dwell in us to do those things. He wants us to be. I think sometimes we forget the value of us. You know what I mean? Like we, we take it for granted at times that like Christ died so he can live within us. And we said it many times is like if we really truly understood the value of who we are, that we have the King of kings and the Lord of lords, if you've accepted him as Lord and Savior, that he dwells within you. That the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Like, I don't know if you can wrap that around your mind and your thoughts and all that you do, that the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. I don't know about you, but that's worth shouting over. Amen? I don't know about you, but, but it's worth getting excited about because then you realize that every step you take, it's anointed. Every step you take is, is of God. I'm thankful for the kiddos. They're coming in. Parents, keep your eyes on me. Don't look over there. <laughs> I wanted to bring the house together because it's important that we, at times, come together as the kids it's it's amazing what god is doing and side note keep these kids in prayer and they're going back to school and different things are going on and uh even the teenagers and all that but keep all them in prayer uh, be praying for the college students as they just now kicking back into full swing of things students coming from all over the country and world coming right here to terra i don't know if you realize that there's people who come from all over the world to terra Haute, indiana my heart is, let Remnant Church be your home away from home then. Let us be your home away from home, that we can help you and, and, and champion you and be a part of your life. Um, it's 11 years. I want to do something uh, different. I need an assistant. I need a, a strong arm. Um, where's Sam at? <laughs> Sam's pretty strong. He's almost about to bust out of his shirt, but, you know. Give it up for Sam. Susidio. Susidio. Samio. Sam. Yeah, let me help you up. You've been working out, bud? You've been working out? These aren't big. Yours are big. Stevens are bigger, but whatever. Um, <laughs> he's stronger. <laughs> Woo! Jesus is good. I want to I wanna talk to you. Um, can we do like a highlight of this kid? Because it's fun. It's 11 years, so we got to do this. Watch this video. Tomorrow, you don't want to miss it. This guy's preaching. I'm 615. preaching. He's preaching. Doors open 615. Don't it's kind of it. out of portion, but he looks like a midget, but it's Something cool. But watch. Something different about me. He dyed his hair I, I and his shirt. No. Oh, I lost a pound. That's hey, what it is. One pound. We're praising the pounds <laughs> off. Come here. Sam's going to be speaking. If you know Sam O, get here. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Hey students. Oh my god. Hey students, you wanna get here tomorrow? You wanna get here? You wanna be here. 615 doors open. You're going! Hey students. Uh um, why? 
Go. Good to be back with you. Haven't seen you guys in weeks. Uh, Come on, Sammy. Let me do it. Students, what? Don't talk. What am I trying to say? Hey, oh shoot! <laughs> I'm freaking. He's freaking. Doors open six fifteen. Don't miss it. Come here. Sam's gonna be speaking. If you know Sam, oh, get here. Love you, buddy. Oh, Sam, you look this big, but they're swollen. You know. <laughs> Squat down a little bit. I want to see that again. Oh, okay. Jesus. Jesus. How many are thankful for Sam O? Listen, before we get into this word, I want to, I love, uh, <laughs> I love Sam and his uh, personality. If you have not been around Sam, you're missing life. If you've been around Sam, it's contagious. He just messes you up, you know what I mean? And if he's got his phone in your hand, do not do something dumb because he's already videoed it. Isn't that the truth, Sam O? You seem so far away. But today, listen, 11-year anniversary, we're going to do something different. I want to get... <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I feel you breathing on my neck. <laughs> get that loofah back, boy. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, using my neck, dude. That, that was a weird tickle, and I didn't like it. Like, there was... A <laughs> That's my wife's face. Get out of that. <laughs> It's our anniversary. Did, did you hear about that? Um, <laughs> Jesus, help me. <laughs> but today's our 11-year anniversary, and, you know, people are asking, well, what are you guys going to do for your 11-year and this and that? And we put pictures out of just our life. And so many people have been a part of our life, and transitions have happened. People have come and gone and different things like that. But I want to... Um, Today, I want to say a prayer for Sam. Um, it's real serious. But I uh, just want to introduce you to the new youth pastor at Remnant Church. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Come on! Haley, get up here. Where's your, get up here. Come on, Sam! I didn't know how to do it because he's uh, like this, Sam. That's how you do it, right there. there you go. Then she'll be all up in your neck. <laughs> but listen, church, 11 years, 11 years. And I want to say something because it's so powerful. Um, <laughs> boy, that heart's beating 100 miles an hour. That thing's. <laughs> God's faithful. He's good. Scoot up to the light. God's faithful. He's good. His love endures forever. Sam, man, Sam O come from the streets, and, and he came to one of these wild and free, crazy, that they're on the pictures. You'll have to see him, but I, you didn't come for God. Were you dating her? So you came for girls and free food and dancing. Well, just getting that straight. No, it was because um, my friend, he said, no, it's because my friend, he said, yeah, my church is throwing this thing. I'm like, oh, church? But he was like, oh, no, we're not going to talk about God or nothing. So I was like, okay, cool. We talk about God. Um, 
But a, a lot of times, Sam, what we've been saying is, look, preach the gospel, but occasionally use words. So your life should be that, of the gospel. But we want to honor you today because this is our 11-year anniversary, and we talked about this months ago. Now, if you thought Sam was acting weird for the last few months, it's true because I don't know if you know this guy, but it's hard for him to shut up and keep his mouth closed about something he's excited about. And he's been biting at the bit, and I know some of you he had to tell because you wouldn't come to church unless he told you. Um, was that real? I know that hurt, but I'm sorry. <laughs> but you're here, and we're thankful. Um, <laughs> man, my mouth gets me in trouble. Dang it. Um, <laughs> but it's exciting, though, because I want to say it like this. Everything that we've prayed for, Think about this. When we first started the church, we had to lay out bylaws and all this, all this crazy stuff behind the scenes, 501c, all the stuff, but inside there that we were praying that someday that we can raise up people within the church to help lead the church. Within the church to help lead the church. And Sam, you're 22 years ago, or 22, and you were 11 it's our 11-year anniversary when we started our church. You were 11 years old. You weren't even here, but you're just, you know, doing dumb stuff. But you, you were 11 years old, and we, we wrote down in a vision and an idea and a dream and all this stuff and saying someday, it, you know, some people were like, man, 11 years? That took a long No, it didn't take a long time. We had to figure it out, and that, God's timing is what it is. And, and I, we've said it from the beginning that we will... We will do whatever it takes for you to get on our shoulders and, and lift you up to go farther than we've ever been, that we could ever go. And, and I'm telling you, it, church, I don't know if you understand what is happening, that it's come to pass, that what took place is coming to pass, that it's now. We're in the now moment of the vision and the prayers and the dreams. No, don't. Listen, they, their world has been flipped upside down. They just got married, which is awesome. Did the honeymoon thing and living life, trying to figure it out, trying to their jobs and all this stuff. And here this is on top of that. And, and, and God has transformed your lives. And what I love is that they're going to um, man, they're going to head back there. Not just Sam, but Sam and Haley. Haley is a force to be reckoned with. Y'all don't know Haley, but when she opens her mouth, there's so much wisdom and, and guidance in, into who she is, and, and we're thankful for that. And, and I don't know if you understand, Samo and, and Haley, that you guys, this generation needs you, and I, I'm telling you, you're probably one of the best youth pastors on the planet. You don't see it, but some of us in this room see it because you've, you're right in the heart of the craziness of this, this culture, and it, it needs you. It needs you. And I, 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 need, you to, I need you to do something. Put that down. I, gotta, I brought this. I bought this because I want to, I want to, I got to have you figure, I got to have you feel this. I need you to understand what we're talking about. Hold on to this. I need you to hold that. I know you don't understand what it is. 
But we've got so comfortable, Sam. We've got so comfortable just re- going to the store and relying on everybody to give us our pr- produce. We can go right now and go pick something up. But back in the day, somebody had to plow the ground. Somebody had to plow the ground and pray for rain and push through it when it didn't seem like it. My prayer for you is that you get a hold of this. Don't go weary in doing good because in due season you will reap a harvest if you do not give up, if you do not faint. That one translation I read last week said, if you don't lighten up your grip, you can get tired and lighten it up, but but what I got here, I got all this crap on here. Let's, let's look at this. Here. Give me your hand. What do they do, Sam? What do they do? Their hands are tore up. They get splinters. They're hurting. They're bleeding. But guess what they don't do? They don't stop. They keep plowing the ground. you got to feel this, Sam. There are some veterans in this room that have plowed the ground and watched you reap and reap you. You're the harvest. But it's your turn, Sam. It's your turn to plow the ground. It's your turn to plow through and see this next generation rise up and do stuff and do great work. And then it might seem lonely at times because it does get lonely and it might seem frustrated and, 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 and not with just yourself, but am I really reaching? Am I making an impact? If God didn't say stop, don't stop plowing the ground. But God, I need the rain. Don't worry about the rain. You won't reap if you focus on the cloud. You won't reap if you focus on the weather. You plow the ground. That's our goal. We plow, and I want to tell you, and you can chime in anytime, just fired up about it. Sam is in this position, and not, not because just Sam. I don't know if you realize it, but a lot of you in this room have helped develop Sam. Everybody, a lot of you, some more than others, developed you and help guide you. Guys, this is the church. Students. Man, Sam will have been back there preaching and helping. Sam, there's your youth group. It's about to come up. You've already been plowing and didn't realize you've been plowing back there. There's all your teenagers. Just give it a few more. Don't stop. You're going to reap the harvest. Just keep plowing. Then you see the young adults, and you see them in different phases of life. Don't stop plowing, Sam. Keep plowing. Keep pushing through it. Some of us in this room have plowed, and we prayed and together saying, I wish, I hope it could rain. But if it doesn't, guess what we're doing? We're plowing, but guess what somebody else is doing? Some, they're going to come beside you and help. They're going to help push with you. They're going to help get along with it. And that's why you have youth leaders that are there that are going to lift you up and hold your arms up. They're faithful. They're crazy. They're, they're there to support you. You're the, one of the youngest ones in the room, but that does not matter. God has given you the authority and the mantle to lead it. So lead it with strength and dignity. Be humble. Be open. Be transparent. Always keep yourself like that. Watch what God does. We do. Keep plowing the ground.
When it hurts, when you're, you're, you're jacked up and the hands are so sore, you get out there and you keep plowing. We've said it many times, Sam, that the culture is going to change and the method might change, but that gospel stays the same. You will reap if you keep on going and don't faint. You will reap. You will reap a harvest. But you're not alone in this. I want to let you know that there's people even in this room and, and even people that aren't even in this room that are watching that are for you, that are for both of you that are going to lift you guys up and help you on the... Guys, listen, just because Sam, whatever you want to say, made it or whatever, he didn't make... We're still going. We still need help. I need help. We all need help. We're still learners of the gospel. So don't give up on him and, and, and just be like, well, that was awesome. Well, whew. Whew. Sam, you could have quit a long time ago. You had every reason and right to be like, I'm done with life. You chose to fight through it all. Was it hard at times? Absolutely. What I say? About, we don't get it, but our wives, boy, they help hold us up. You're thankful. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, church, these teenagers are in good hands. We're excited about it. And I want you to know that from this point, this is the first time this has happened within our church. We've Dug and dug and dug and, and, and just was grinding and plowing and plowing. But I think what I, I feel in my spirit and, and from this, you might be the beginning, but God's going to multiply it faster than what we've seen in 11 years. That's what I was going to say Go is the whole time I've been standing here, I keep hearing double, 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 double. Because the fact of it is, is just even in the fact that we started 11 years ago, and at the same time you were 11 years old, and in 2022, God moved to have you be a part of this. It's, it's a double. There's going to be a double effect. So everything that happens, it's a double. So you see one, you're going to see a double. You're going to see another one and a one and another one and a one. And you're going to be, begin to see a double effect. And that's the power of what God's getting ready to do. And that's what God's doing here in Remnant Church. What's so crazy about it is you all know Pastor Brandon. He gets, you know, last year we had... We already had the mountains up, and then we did, you know, the symbol of the X for we declare war. It's not just for 10. You know, when people declare war and they put out their flags, they have a symbol for it. And it just worked perfect for the 10. And he kept saying, babe, I just want to do something. Babe, I just want to do something. Everybody's saying, well, what are you going to do? Why didn't you take down the 10? Why aren't the mountains still here? And I said, but Brandon, I said, what you have to understand is God is literally using an illustrated sermon through what we are doing to say that the double is coming. The year of 11 is not one of chaos and disaster and disorder. It's one that God is bringing a new beginning, a new journey, and there's a double anointing that's getting ready to take place in Remit Church on your life, on the lives of the staff, on the lives of the ones who are in here. If you are ready, let me, let me tell you something. If you are in this room and you are willing to work for the double and put your hand to the plow, God will give you a harvest like you've never thought in your life. I speak it in your in your body in your mind i speak it in your finances i speak it in souls i speak it in the holy spirit raining down in this room double 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 does anybody Hallelujah. hear what god is saying that's for yourself let's go 
See, we don't start the year like anybody else does. This is our new year. This is the new year party. And let me tell you what, you are like that new year baby that just was born into Remnant Church. Double, 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 double. God's moving along. Double. Miss Haley, come up here for just a second. Not only did God have you as you were 11, this is the year 11, and the different things that were happening, but you became double in 2022. Not just one. Yeah. See, God's doing double, and he's going to bless, and he's going to move on the both of you. God has something so great in store for you, Haley. I've seen it. I've watched you grow as a leader, not only just in the things you say. Just like Brandon said, we, we you know, preach the gospel, and occasionally with words, if I could say that about anybody, it's you. Yeah. Your lifestyle, the things that you do, the, the purity Reflex. in your heart, the modesty of who you are and who you love and what you do and the truth and your loyalty— it's like nobody I've probably ever seen. And I'm going to tell you what, God is raising you up to come right beside your husband. I have watched you do it just even in your own. There is an anointing that's setting down upon you like never before that God's getting ready to raise. And as you go back in there this, thurs this Thursday, as you get ready to go back in and God begin to move into you, there's a double anointing because there's something between the two of you that cannot be messed with. You, st you stood your standard. You held your ground. You did the plow when nobody else was. It didn't matter matter what your friends were doing. It didn't matter what the culture was telling you to do. You commanded kingdom culture in your relationship and you will oh. command it in the youth. And God is going to raise up a generation of kingdom warriors for Remnant Church like never before to impact generations to come. I'm just telling you, it's a double anointing that God's getting ready to set all over this place. And I'm telling you, you, each one of you have an impact on it in this room. Each one of you. <laughs> He's faithful, church. He is. What I say to you, Samuel, when, we, when you came into the office that day and we sat down, I said, Sam, what you don't realize is when we sat at that table, you, you were what we prayed for. You were the vision coming to pass. God said to write it down and make it plain so that you can see it come to pass. That's why Pastor Brandon, he's overwhelmed and the anointing is in this room because the double and the things that we've prayed for for 11 years are coming to pass. He's faithful, church. Let this be an example to you that he, he sees you. That whatever your heart's desire and your dreams and visions, that he, he doesn't, it's not stagnant. It might seem distant and different things like that, but God is faithful. No matter how big this church is, I believe it's a healthy church. It's full of little kids and adults, young adults, old and young. It's just full of people. We're excited about the, the transitions of seeing this unfold and where it goes. Who knows? We don't know what the future holds. We know who holds it, though. It's overwhelming to me because it's everything we tried to figure out when we were sitting on a bed trying to find out how to do church had to just seek God's face and we seek it daily yeah. and the direction and know and we're praying also we're praying for the direction of the kids ministry right. I believe it's going to come to pass right. for real we're excited I know um, we've all been in a part of Sam's life and if you're new listen welcome home glad you're here today just keep coming back 
Just keep coming back and know that God's got special plans. And, That's right. You know, I know that there's been huge investments in your life, and you've been down a lot of roads. You've, you've had to, you've been down struggles and stuff, and you've, you've had people and friends. You got some friends. You know what I mean? You got people here for you. They could be anywhere else, but they chose to be here. And we're going to pray. Do you have anything else before? I do. Actually, I, can we set this to the side yep. for just a second, please? Yep. You can take off your Band-Aids, too, for right now. <laughs> you ain't torn up yet. <laughs> they about to. <laughs> but actually, what, before we pray, I really believe that we need the youth leaders who lead in there with him on Thursday nights to come up and stand behind him because that's your team that you're going to have. The youth leaders of Remnant Church, it's not that they're your leaders, but they are a team to work around you and to support you. Look, Sam, you have generations here and you don't, to support you. Some of you people in the church have no idea who, are the, who actually goes up there. This is, they got a, you got a strong group. That's right. And church, you, some of you probably didn't even realize that some people on the worship team help and go back there. They love these teenagers. They'll do whatever it takes. Fight for them. Fight for their lives. You're not alone. You have a group in church. You need to be praying for this group right here. I'm telling you right now, the ground's tough, but we're not afraid to plow, and we will keep pushing people to Jesus. Keep on doing that. I'm going to say a prayer, but I, I have to honor. I'm going to have Pastor Josh come up here. I didn't even realize he was here, but if it wasn't for him... He would not be this man that he is today. Say a couple thanks to him. If it wasn't, Josh and I have been doing youth ministry for a long time. And Josh has been the, the other person probably more, even in private times, that has invested into him. And, and, and Rebecca and and. Um, even having the girls and stuff, they've all been a part of his life. And so I want to honor that because Josh was doing youth, and it's just amazing to see the transition um, and the investment that we, we both put into this guy <laughs> um, when, it, you know, when he was just acting crazy. And then you started to see the tur- turnaround of his life, like where it clicked. Like, that's what we're, our prayer is always. I don't care if it's adults or kids. Our prayer is always to see that, I get it. No, I get it. No, this is real. I'm going to live my life for Christ. I'm going to be a fully devoted follower of Christ. And then you, you try to help develop and see what their heart, because look, we don't just like, oh, Sam, you should do that. No, we want God to put that in you and let the Holy Spirit convict and do that kind of thing. And then when he's running with it, we've all made those investments. Big time. I love you, man. I love you both. I am so proud of you. That's a dad. I am so proud of you, man. I told you almost two years ago. I'll never forget it. We were standing in the back acting crazy with these crazy kids. 
And you came up to me and you said something to me, and I said, get ready, son. It's coming. And here we are, 2022, and you're stepping in to exactly what God's called you to do, man. Exactly. I was thinking about this on our drive over here. <clears throat> she said double, and the whole, the whole time on the drive over here, all I could hear the Holy Spirit say to me was, he is getting ready to do just like Elijah did after Elijah. Elisha did after Elijah. Elisha walked in a double portion and did double what the prophet Elijah did. And I'm telling you, I know it as God is my witness. You are going to see double the things that I've, I have seen in the past 25 years doing youth ministry. You're going to see it. You're going to watch the doors get blown off of this place because God is going to use you to grab a hold of a generation. You're fighting demons we didn't have to fight. I'm telling you right now, some of the stuff that's going on in the schools today, we didn't have to fight that. But you're getting ready to fight it. And I just want you to know, look at me, son. You're going to march through this city in total and complete victory. And you're going to watch a generation get flipped upside down. I know it. I believe it. Because there's an anointing on your life to do this thing. And an anointing on you to run with him. I'm telling you, I see it as plain as day. I think we saw it from the very beginning. Even when you were a little hellion running around here. Got all tore up when he came in for that second wild and free. And we opened the door and they came in to get ready to go to a party. And all they see is tables and a big old meal set up. The, the rush. He, he told me later, he said, I was so mad. But watch what happened in that night. We saw kids that had never got to sit down at a table before and eat a meal like that. I'm telling you, you're going to see kids that have never got to sit down at the table of God. And you're going to sit them at that table, and they're going to eat like they've never eaten before, and they're going to walk out changed just like God changed you. Hear me? I love you. Just stay up here. We're going to pray with them. If you guys extend your hand towards this way, we're going to say a prayer, and uh, we're just going to anoint him and pray over him. I'm telling you, get ready, church. I believe. It's like Pastor Josh was saying, I believe that we're going to see a harvest in the youth. Like what's going to make you uncomfortable in here? Because you're going to have to scoot over. We're going to add more chairs and more stuff because Sam is so influential, but by himself, without God. He's just that way. But with Christ, Holy smokes. Watch the impact. Watch it unfold. God, we thank you for this awesome couple. God, I pray you touch their life, God. From the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, God. God, we, we, we're thankful. God, this has been a Long time coming, God, a, a sacrifice on our end, God, that we have, we have poured and poured and poured, God. And God, we're thankful to see this come. God, I pray you touch their minds and their hearts. Give them dreams and visions, God. And when they feel, they feel weary, God, that they just keep turning towards you, God. 
God, I pray that their marriage is even stronger than ever before, God, as they lead an example, God, in a culture that doesn't want marriage and doesn't want unity, God, that they lead strong in that, God, teaching these students, God, what's important in the values, God, that the standards that, that are important, God. God, I pray that the mantle, God, just sets on his shoulders, God, and it causes him to just get everything in alignment. The things he's been thinking in his mind that are just going to lock in place, God, from this day on, God, and lock in her mind from this day on, God. The answers to the prayers for the youth, God, that are going to be unlocked in his mind, God, for the things he needs to do in the direction he needs to go, God. God, I thank you for Samo and Haley, God, and what you're doing. And their willingness to serve you, God, and to do it, God, and take on the mantle, God, of, of leading, God, of, of taking and, and, and fighting against the generation, the generational curses. God, we said it from the beginning. We declare war against the enemy, and we will fight, and we will put generals in positions, God, and we will fight for this city and this, this community and these teenagers, these young adults, these kids, God. God, help us, God, as we stand strong. Strengthen him, God. God, and I pray you touch the, the church, God, and the people uh, that surround Sam, oh God, that they continue to invest in his life. They give him wisdom, God, and they, they stay focused, God, to, to help lift his arms when they need lifted up, God. God, and I pray that you touch Sam, God, in his mind, in his heart, God, giving the words not just for the teenagers, God, but for every teenager that used to be here, God, that need to come home, God, and see an example of somebody that's on fire for you, God. Touch his friends, God. Touch all his friends, God, that aren't here anymore, that need to be here, God. Touch them, God. Be with them, God. God, you know his heart. You see their hearts, God, to live for you, to live for you, to deny themselves and take up their cross and follow you today. Woo! Go ahead, Mama. Hallelujah. We seal this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, give it up for Sam and his lovely wife. Woo! Wow. Wow. All right, kiddos, you can go back and do whatever you're going to do. They're biting at the bit. I know they got something fun. Hi, we love you. We're thankful for you. Guys, happy anniversary. Wow. We're thankful. We're going to share a couple things and we're going to transition, okay? What Sam didn't realize is he's actually going to speak today. So if you want to hear Sam speak, he's about to speak today. He don't even know he's speaking, but he's speaking. Isn't there a scripture in the Bible that says, be ready in season and out of season? Grab a chair, Sam. We're putting you in the mix today. You sit right in the middle. You need a water? You can't preach without a water? Go get a water. I'll let you get one in the back. This one is Mises. I, I flipped the switch. To, oh, good. It's on. Church, listen. Continue to invest in him. 
and Haley. I don't, I don't know if you understand where we're living in right now. We're in the moment of, of seeing it come to pass. We've been doing our best to try and in general just you okay, Sam? You're sweating a little now. You thought you were sweating before. Hey, before, before you say anything, though, you know, I was just looking at you, and since you didn't know. You didn't grab my water. We didn't, good job. Good, good job, Sam. So before you say anything, and I know he's no, grabbing his water, um, normally you can open the rest of it, but inside here is something really important that you're going to need. Today. Um, today. <laughs> and as you go on in generations. You wanted to. Just did. You should have just threw it. You wanted to throw it. Just go ahead and let it go. You saw him. He was like trying to be all, just throw it. Yeah. So what this is, uh, <laughs> this is uh, a fire Bible. And what I love about it is it's the student edition. And what it says is igniting a generation um, in the life of the Spirit. And Sam, this is, this is your map. This is your direction. And you're going to carry the fire and the flame that's going to spark a generation. Stay in that. But this, it's powerful, and it breaks things down just for what you need for back there. And so we wanted to invest in that. They're definitely hard to find. I don't know why, but, <laughs> you know, we preach about, you know, people need a Bible, and it's like $60. Like, people need money. <laughs> we try our best to get Bibles, but my God, why are they so expensive? <laughs> Thank God for our phone apps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's hard to, to get that. Now, if you really need a hardback Bible for real, I guarantee there's people in this room that are going to help invest in a Bible for you, without question. And the cool thing is, is we got stacks of them. So... And it's, what's awesome is when we started this, when we came into this building, they were already here. And so we've given out Bibles left and right to help people just get a hold of it. Anyway, listen, real quick, we'll get into this. Sam, what are you going to talk about? No. Jesus. Jesus. Talking that's, about Jesus. That's always the best. Turn your mic on. Um, it is. Okay. So what we're doing, church, is all about Legacy. Look what we've done. We've all invested to see this transform. But there's a side to this that tells you that the future is now. What we prayed for into the future is right now in this moment. The legacy we're leaving, the future is here now. Isn't that good? That's good. And, you know, you talked about it a little bit, just a small portion of what you talked about with when you were talking about Timothy and uh, with Paul writing his letter in his last moments, when you, you were just fired up about it when you were sharing with the youth. Say it a little bit. Oh, so <laughs> what I was, uh, I was talking to the youth about, uh, it's in a second Timothy. Paul is writing to Timothy in a prison, yeah. I remind you, and he's telling Timothy, you know, I've seen the legacy that has been left from your grandmother into your mother. Now he sees it into Timothy and what he reminds Timothy is don't let that fire burn out. 
don't let the legacy die and end with you. Keep pushing, keep going. There are going to be hard times. There's going to be times where you feel like you can't go anymore, but God will still be there with you. God is still in the midst of the chaos and the storms of our lives. He's not done with us. If we're still breathing, he has a plan for us. He's not, he's not done. If you are breathing, your story is not finished. And what I was trying to get to these teenagers is, you know, don't lose hope. Yes, it's crazy in the schools, crazy in life, but God is still the same. He's still the same today like he was 2,000 years ago, and uh, he will be the same even after we're gone. He does not change, and he still has the plan, the purpose for our lives, and he loves us unconditionally. That's good. You know, what's funny is when you, did you hear the part what he just said? If you're still breathing, there's still work to be done. This is where we get jacked up because we think that, oh, whether we're dealing with something personally or whatever, but if there's breath in your lungs, God wants to use you to make an impact in somebody's life. And as we talk about that, that, that is, it, it's so vital. I, I wrote this, um, I wrote this in my phone. I got to get it. So when you serve, like, like I, we were talking, Sam, when you serve others, you leave them with the best of who you are. The best of who you are. You're given your best. Not just kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just do that, you know. And, and I would say this, and when you think about leadership and, and legacy, it, our job is to create other leaders. We're just not creating people that follow us. We're creating people that follow Christ. That's right. And as we follow Christ, you find those ones that are going that really want to take it further and say, you know, I want to be in leadership. I want to. I want you create a leader. So what the the, the thing you do is as you go forward, and what is invested in you as you see the teenagers and and different ones, you're going to do the very thing that was done. You're going to invest into them, yeah. and see them rise up. And I don't know what the future holds. Maybe someday, Sam, you'll be standing in this position and somebody else is going to be grabbing that, grabbing that and, and plowing the ground. Yeah. I don't know. We're not too far looking so deep, but I'm just saying we develop because Christ has called us to keep going. Go ahead. One thing I heard you say, Sam, that night, because I was there the night you talked about legacy to the youth that was important, as you said, what did you talk to them about? Um, a legacy because you you're going to leave a legacy that people will remember but what will they remember and you talk to them about um, two different people and how what we do what we do in our lifestyle leaves a legacy whether it's good or bad yeah uh, I was talking to uh, the students talking about legacy two people come to mind when I think of uh, a legacy kind of uh, but Martin Luther King he left a legacy you know fi fighting for the freedom of others, people of color, uh, even, even women. Uh, and then you have the legacy of uh, Hitler. You know, not a lot of people want to remember that type of legacy. And so I was telling these kids, you know, they're not, they're not out there killing people or whatever, but do you want to leave a legacy people want to remember? Do you want to impact a community where they can, they can say, you know, uh, you know, who so-and-so, you know, they followed God with all their heart. You know, they didn't stop. They kept pushing. And that's, that's the legacy I want to uh, take from. That's what I want 
uh, a part of my life, you know? Are people wanting to take from your legacy or kind of push to the side? And I love that because it is true. And, and, and we have to think about when we leave a legacy, um, all of us, each one of us in this room have an opportunity to leave some sort of legacy in somebody's life and the people's life that we touch. Just like we said, there's been several people in this room throughout the years who have left a legacy in Samo's life, you know what I'm saying, which has been good. And there have been some who've left something bad. I think all of us have had that as we go along the years. Some, we remember things that are left that are good in our lives and that are bad. But I wanted to reach out to encourage them as well is that, you know, what do people remember about you, about your legacy that you are leaving behind? The lifestyle that you are living, the things that you are doing, the, the depiction of who Christ is to them. What, is, uh, what are they seeing in you? Are you leaving behind something that's going to grow generations? And what stuck out to me is it says true leadership, according to God's plan, is an intentional journey to ensure that the leadership calling and vision that you carry will impact future generations to come. A legacy is literally an inheritance that is passed from one generation to another. God's greater intention is that we would achieve our goals in a way that impregnates the emerging generation of leaders with the DNA of Christ and the culture of the kingdom. Good. All legacy involves success, but not all success involves legacy. You cannot leave behind a legacy without living a life that has been fruitful and successful for the kingdom. But you can live a life of success without leaving behind a generational legacy. We don't need more successful leaders in the church in the marketplace and in our communities, we need legacy leaders who are truly successful, but will, who also model the Father's DNA and intentionally pass on a spiritual inheritance for generations to come. That's good. The level of your spiritual authority and your legacy in other people's lives come from the fruit of who you are internally. The level of what you leave behind as a legacy comes from the fruit that you have inside your life. If you bear fruit that is fruit of God, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Do you know what I'm saying? All those kind of things that we've been teaching. We've been teaching the kids that now for the past, what, four or five weeks, haven't we, Sam, in the back? And the fact of that is, is that we are trying to raise up a generation that these young people from the youth down, young people down, can understand that they have the ability to leave a legacy today. Yeah. That the Spirit of God is in them, and it takes you, each one of you in this room, it takes you, and you're, you're wondering, well, yeah, this is kind of more about Sam. No, it's not just about Sam. What it's about is raising up people who want to lead for the kingdom of God, raising up a church that is willing to say, I don't care what the, the culture around me says, because I'm going to create kingdom culture where I go. Good. That's the point. So good. Legacy, it's, it's vital. We all can do a part of it. We all have a part of it. Every single day. Every day we can. I, I told the story about how I told the teenagers uh, Thursday on how, like, when we were transitioning into the church and I was just kind of in a place of trying to, just an uneasy place. You ever been there where you're just in between? You're trying to figure it out and you're just, and, and you're kind of stuck. And it, it was with the church. We were getting ready to expand into the other building. 
right off of 13th Street and take over that storefront. And something didn't set right. And God spoke and said, if you do not change the way you're doing church, it will not grow past this building. That's a lot to take in. Because our heart was, God, I want to do it however you want. But what we didn't realize is we slowly started shifting into the way we've always done it. Because it's just how we do it. How, how we do things. You can, you can be so robotic in how you do life, how you do things in the holidays, how you do stuff with your family, how you do stuff at church. And he's like, I did not ask you to do church the way church has always been done. I'm going to use your church, the church that I'm trying to create right here, as an example for this community, for the world. And I'm, I was shook. I'm like, well, what do we need to do? I, I, we got to change everything. Because what you don't know is the church used to be called New Covenant Global Harvest. It's a mouthful. Which isn't a bad thing. The New Covenant is talking about His grace. Global Harvest is what? What we do. We reach people. We're, we're, we're going out to reach people. We had to change everything. It was that important to me that in the first couple years of church that we changed and rebooted the whole church. Statistically, that is a bad decision. <laughs> that is a decision that can end with chaos. That could end disaster. You, you, it could shut the church down. Well, you just started church, now you're doing it again. Do you even know what you're doing? Why would I go there? I mean, we, were, we put in with the 501c3 and different things like that because you got to pay money. All the church People don't get that, but it's behind the scenes. Church is like a business in a way. Nobody wants to say that, like, oh, that's black. No, it's real. 501c3, you have to pay for that, pay for your name, pay for the title of everything. We had to go back and redo everything, change the name and everything. But my wife came to me and she said, God has spoke to me. I need to share this with you. And I'm, I'm uneasy. Like something's changed. I know what God told me. And she said, man, God spoke to me about worship. When worship starts to arise and God starts to do something in the worship of our church, as it's now at the beginning, it was Jen and myself in a little corner and, and the speaker was behind me and I'm playing a guitar back here and it's right behind my head and she's standing beside me in a little circle. And then Debbie played off the side and we were just doing church and she's telling me about this this. This vision of like a bunch of people on the platform and a whole band and stuff like that. I'm like, what? I'm right here in this moment, hee-hawing. You know what I mean? Like with the speaker behind me. And, but is, the, is, is it now though? Do you not see it now? You see what I'm saying? But she said, she said, listen, when God does that, we're going to write songs. Our worship is going to be like an arrow that's going to pierce into the darkness and change everything. She's saying all this, and I'm like, okay, nothing's connecting yet. Okay, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I hope it happens. I need help, you know. And she said, but God told me the name of the, the worship is going to be called Remnant Worship. And the moment she said Remnant, it shot through my soul. I said, there it is. That's what it is. It's not about the worship. It's about the whole thing. It's Remnant Church. Remnant men, remnant women, remnant kids, remnant youth, remnant worship, remnant college, remnant young adults, remnant. I just started, it just, it was like a, it, it was capped and I was frustrated, but somebody had to say something. I told the, I'm telling you this, and that is true. I'm telling you this to tell you, 
I told the teenagers that very same story Thursday, and I said, it didn't matter if it was my wife or one of you that's 12 to 18 years old. If you would have said it to me in that matter, I'm telling you, it would have changed my life. That God wants to use you. Don't cap your mouth. Don't hold it closed. He's got something for you. He's got something to give through you. And what you give just might set somebody else free. And because of that, we changed everything. It went from church expansion, New Covenant Global Harvest, to here we go, welcome the Remnant Church. And it was a culture shock. You walked through that hallway and walked into that room, culture shock. And we haven't stopped since. So legacy, when you're leaving it, you don't realize the little fragments that you do and give and invest in make the biggest impact. When you feel alone and you feel like you're just running in circles and somebody just says something, that change, it makes the big, you can leave a legacy. You don't have to try to figure it all out. Just in your everyday, let the light of God shine through you. Let the love of God just pour out of you and leave a legacy daily with your children, your family, and people around you. God wants to use you. Do you realize that every one of you in this room, how many know we all got a past? How many know that some of us act a fool and we have acted a fool and we probably haven't lived right for God like we should? Okay, we're just all honest and open right here. But how many know God still wants to use you? And he still wants to do something great. If you would truly surrender your life to God, he will do something amazing in your life. And that's why I was saying that earlier about Sam is because when Sam was coming to church, he was just trying to figure things out and was just having fun. But something clicked when he started to really keep it serious and understand that God really does want to use God can use me. And I'm telling you, not to, but there was a few people, okay? But I'm telling you right now, our youth, as a, as a teenager, as Sam as a teenager, our youth group tripled because of this person right here. I'm not playing. I'm not trying to just put him on a pedal. It wasn't just Sam. Yes, Sam's contagious, but it was the passion he had for God and invited so many people to church. There was one point, we we didn't have youth back there at one point. Let me just tell you how, how crazy it was. That this whole section right here, you wouldn't have an empty seat. It was all teenagers here. All completely full of teenagers. But guess what happened? As Sam started inviting, guess what other people started doing? They started inviting. It started to roll into that. Hey, let's get it. Let's build our team. Let's get it. And it's, what are we doing? We're all slowly leaving a legacy, and we're investing. I, and I, I said it, Sam, and I know you got a lot of friends that you, you pray for and, and really, but I'm telling you, those words that God spoke and, and did to those teenagers don't go void. They're sitting in their soul right now to make impact in their lives. Oh, no, I kind of just thinking about while I was in youth and the experiences that I've uh, had with God and even the encounters that I've seen my friends have, you know, without a doubt, I knew it was true, you know, uh, going to church. It wasn't more of like, you know, it was a fun thing. It was more like, man, like I'm ready to actually hear the word of God. Like I'm actually ready to truly receive it and because because of the experiences of course like you know church doesn't have to be this you know 
blah thing that, you know, it's like a chore almost, but there was a passion that set in, you know. Yes, the wild and free and stuff like that helped, but when I truly had an encounter with God, it changed everything. It changed how I looked at things, uh, seen things, viewed people, you know. It wasn't that I was just living life. Like, I was like, man, I can't wait to see what God has in store for me. And from, from looking back then to here now, I'm just like, God has blessed me because, you know, I stayed on the path and I've worked hard. I've, I've done all that I could, uh, even the times that I did feel lonely, you know, because, I mean, I was the youngest one pretty much when I did come to church. And so pretty much all my friends were grown, married, and had kids that were half my age. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just kind of just fill, fill in a seat or whatever. And I kind of lost kind of lost my path pretty much. I was just, I was pretty much just sitting here because, you know, my friends, they stopped coming. Uh, I don't know, it was just a weird spot for me, but uh, at a moment where I was lost and almost empty, uh, I got baptized. I remember, I remember that Sunday I got baptized where, you know, I kind of shut down from everybody, didn't really tell people how I was feeling, doing all these things, but that moment, it took somebody, I don't, I don't remember who, but it took somebody to really just get me up and, you know, get, get in that tub, like, and in that moment, just the love of God, you know, truly just set back into my soul, and, you know, for the, the second time, of course, you know, that encounter came again, and it was God coming back to me, it was me going back to my first love, and ever since then, I've been on fire, I've, I've, had that passion to do ministry, uh, to uh, go out and preach the gospel to teenagers, uh, even the kids, even uh, young adults, my friends. I still, I still love to share them the gospel because I know that the seeds that have been planted since they were teenagers will grow again. And I'm, you know, I, I just, yeah, pray and I'm just watering that seed, waiting for it to grow because I know without a doubt the impact that happened here, it's, it's going to, uh, come to fruition and so I don't know I just I just thank God I thank everybody who supported me uh in this walk uh I will remember uh everything that people said to me uh the impact that you guys have put in my life and I just can't wait to see what God does in the youth ministry uh, even the kids while I help back there because my heart is for the next generation the generations to come even uh, my generation, of course, you know, I want to see this house filled. It's not even just about this house, but it's about the love of God. It's about, there is a God and he does love and he's compassionate and merciful. And if we can just understand that, that who God, that is who God is, it changes everything. And that's, that's the encounter that I had. It changed everything. It didn't matter who was with me or who wasn't for me. But it was because of my relationship with God, you know, I was able to keep pushing forward just like this plow. I kept pushing. I kept fighting. It didn't matter what it looked like. It didn't matter what people were telling me. I knew because I knew. It wasn't nobody, you know, saying whatever. It was the encounter. And, uh, you guys, the, the reason I showed that crazy video of Sam trying to talk, because he was so nervous. But do you see how fluent he's talking and sharing the gospel? 
Like, I want you to see the transformation in this guy's life. Because he was freaking out, and his, his wife was trying to coach him on the side, like, Sam, say this. <laughs> and, and now, when you hear him speak in the back, and even just right here, even put on the spot, because I knew I, if I told him he was going to come up here and speak, he had freaked out. He had diarrhea and everything. You know, like... <laughs> I still do. <laughs> you still... Boy, check yourself. Uh, but, you know, I... When it, in that moment, but when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you start maturing in Christ and digging, you can start, when it doesn't make sense, because what, what do we get in trouble? Our mind, because we try to do it ourselves. So God does something incredible, and guess what? It flows out of our mouth. So in, in, in legacy and, and stuff, here's what I want to tell you, is when God gives you an opportunity for somebody at the store, at the gas station, when you're at work, and you know you need to say something to somebody that's going to, well, I don't know what to say. Well, uh, now I got anxiety. Well, I got diarrhea. You know, like, start freaking out. You, you freaked yourself out, but if God said, just, just go. Just say it, because I'll put the words in your mouth as you take the, the faith step to get there. So when this week, make that in, impact on somebody. Just say it. Just say something to somebody. I think we have to remember that legacy isn't about people remembering who you are, but who he is. And when you go about it that way, when you begin to speak to people and do different things and you get out of your head about what they're remembering or did I mess up or is this right or what am I doing? When you get out of your head of who you are and allow God to work in you, it's about leaving an impact of who he is. Will people remember, like you said, about what will people remember that Sam was one who served God, that he was a faithful servant to Jesus Christ? Are they just going to remember Sam as the goofy kid who did what he did back in the day and, you you know, couldn't get it together. That's not it. You want to leave a legacy to remember that Jesus Christ is your firm foundation and the, the solid rock on which you stand well, on. I want to leave a legacy, you know, just for the younger generation, but also, you know, uh, future children, you know, of, of mine, you know, I don't want you them trying to say something. No, no, not yet. But I want grandbabies, but, but uh, no, not yet. But when the time does come, I want to leave a legacy that they can remember, that they can, they can take, and they can go and keep pushing forward, forward high, greater than I ever did. You know, I don't want them to know about my struggles. I don't want them to go through what I, I went through. They, don't, they ain't got to worry about that. They just know that, you know, Dad served God with all his heart, and that's all that matters, you know. And so good. with that, that legacy can go forward. You break those curses of poverty and everything. You just move forward. Man, he's, he's faithful. I wanted to read this scripture. There was two parts of scripture before we, you know, shift gears into what we're doing. But it said, and Timothy, you had talked about this, but I went on to chapter 2. It says, you then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses. And trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Yeah. Did you hear that? And trust to faithful men, I'm going to say, and women, and children, and youth, and do you hear what I'm saying? And trusted them who will be able to teach other also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. 
No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who had enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is hard. It is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. And I want to go back to first, Second Timothy 1, verse 6. It says, For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. It's good. So good. It's powerful. That's the legacy you leave behind. That's what our job is. We are entrusting to you. This, this, this young man now was entrusted to us when he was younger. There are people in your life that God has entrusted to you to raise up as generational leaders to bring about the kingdom of God. He has given you the power to do it. He has given you the mind to do it. He has given you the love and the heart to do it. And all we ask for you is to tell you what are you leaving behind? Because legacy, the future is now. It starts today. Not yesterday. Not what you had from them. But what you have now. And God spoke to me one thing that I believe that he wanted to leave with you. There goes my straw on the floor. But there's one thing that he said That was just, it was something I, now where did I write it down? Sorry. Look for it. I'm going to look for it. Go ahead. As you leave a legacy, this is the thing that gets people tripped up. You can't try to, uh, try to see the results quick. Why ain't this happening? Why don't I see this? uh, Leaving a legacy is almost like working out. (laughs) You go work out and go look in the mirror, you're not going to see the results right away. There's a lot to it best thing to do is just keep being faithful, keep being, going forward in it. When you leave a legacy, just keep going forward. Keep just investing. You'll see it in the long run because we want instant turnaround. And, and, and then we're frustrated because we don't get it. And that, I think that's the problem people have. Like, man, I've tried, but it seems like they're worse off than they ever were or, or whatever. You, you follow the word of God and keep going forward. And watch what God does. You know, just because something's planted doesn't mean it's not growing that, and you can't see it. It's growing. You know, I'm covered up. <laughs> the only way anything's going to grow is if it does get covered up first. But it's going to come out. And you will see it. If we sat there when, in the spring and just looked and looked after we planted some of our stuff we're, we're reaping now, we would drive ourselves crazy every day. I wonder if it's going to go. I wonder if we're going to get that. Is that seed going to? No. We just keep on watering it, and we keep on going forward. And eventually, we're going to reap it later. So just stay. Don't get discouraged because you don't see it in your timing. It's keep good. investing. What I, yeah, what I was going to say is the legacy that you leave tomorrow starts with the choices you make today. The legacy you leave tomorrow starts with the choices you make today. So what you choose today is what you will leave behind for the future generations to come. What you do today, Haley, what you guys do today as a couple, church, what you do today determines the legacy you leave behind tomorrow. I'm going to say a prayer, and then we're going to get out of here. And guys love on Sam and Haley. And uh, I encourage you when you leave, go look at those pictures. There's so many cool pictures out here. And uh, just life. And again... You guys have played a part in this transition. 
You guys have played a major role in us going forward. We're going to, he's going to play and then we're going to um, just enjoy the day. Invite people to church. Leave a legacy. Help, help make an impact. Be praying for Sam. Be praying for them. I'm excited for the youth. I'm excited to see the crazy things that God's going to do. But we need your help in it. But Sam, listen, these people are faithful. They're faithful givers. They will support you. You got a crazy idea. They will follow it. They will build it. They, you know, whatever it takes, they're going to be a part of this with you. And listen, I'm excited to see what it's going to take. We've said from the beginning of this season, we are going to build within. We're going to see that turn around. We're going to get involved in these schools. We're going to start pulling it in on Thursday nights. And then our prayer is to see it turn around on Sundays. We're all going to have to start scooting over or adding more chairs because the youth are coming in more and more. All right. Sam, I'm going to have you pray. I'm going to have you just pray us out of this room, and we're, they're going to sing. And uh, we're thankful for you, buddy. We're proud of you. We're so proud of you. It's amazing where God has brought you in these last few years. Lead the way, Sam. Oh. God, we thank you today. We thank you for what you've done today, God. We thank you for who you are and who you always will be. God, I thank you for the opportunity of a lifetime to be an invest in to be in an investor to invest into teens to in, invest into children god to build up leaders for the kingdom of god god we thank you for the service today we thank you for uh, everybody who's come in god god i pray that they continue to uh, live by your word, God, that they walk out feeling different, God, wanting to be changed. God, you're so good, so merciful. You deserve all the honor and praise. In this moment, when we leave, and forever. God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. God's good, amen? Amen. You all have a blessed and wonderful day. Please make sure, like he said, check out the pictures. Love on Sam and Haley. Let them know just how much you're for them. Check out the 11. Take pictures by it. Share them on Facebook. We cannot wait to see you guys next Sunday. If you're new here and it was your first Sunday, we were so glad to have you be a part. Yes, this Sunday was a little bit different, but I hope that it shows.